High Impact Influence, September the 9th, 2021. It is day nine of our 30-day micro-leadership course. Welcome inside the Yellow Studio. My name is Randy Kentrell. I'm your host here. The website is growgreat.com. First off, happy 70th birthday to my sister. Hard to believe that we have both grown old, but here we are. Her name is Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, so I am giving her a shout-out today on her birthday. Happy birthday. Now, today we're going to talk about potential what could be so that we can avoid what might have been. Now this follows yesterday's philosophy or view of the world because leadership is largely the result of that kind of stuff, including possibility thinking. You ever wondered why some people aim so high and they just seem to achieve great things while other people can't seem to perform at even a modest level. Most of us grew up hearing the Henry Ford quote, if you think you can do a thing or think you can't do a thing, you're right. I fear, though, that many of us still don't believe that it's true. We don't believe that, well, if you think you can, if you think you can't, then you're right. Instead, we think think that there's just so many things that are way, way, way beyond our control. I learned so many valuable lessons early in my leadership career. Among them, I learned how dangerous our ideas can be and how limiting they can be. For example, we may think, man, if only I could earn another 10 grand a year, I mean, man, my life would be terrific. Early in my career, there was a barometer that many professional people used to gauge whether they were on track or not. Now, this will, I'm really going to age myself here. If you were earning your age, then you were on track. In other words, if you were 25 years old and you were earning $25,000 a year or more, then you were on track. If you were 25 and you were earning only $19,000 a year, okay, well, you're not doing so well. Now, that math, that math didn't work very long. That math stopped working pretty quickly as inflation grew out of control. And then some point I'm then the magic number was to hit six figures, man alive. If you were hitting six figures, if you earned a hundred thousand dollars a year, you were stinking rich. Yeah. But guess what? A funny thing happened on the way to thinking that income would answer all of life's problems. The money seemed to disappear for everybody who got any kind of an increase. Time and again, I would see myself and I would see employees increase earnings only to see all of our lives pretty much unchanged after about three to six months. And of course, then there were all kinds of research things that came out later that proved that that was true because once we all got past that initial surge, okay, it just seemed like our life went back to whatever the normals of the past were. It's kind of like a a set point. I noticed similar things with our enterprises. Our companies grew to some comfortable place and then growth and improvement and efficiency just seemed to be kind of static. I didn't expect to fight so hard, especially early in my career, to get people to believe that quantum leaps were possible. And I got to tell you, it was among, it was among the most depressing truths that I had to learn. Cause I was optimistic. I was optimistic that things could always be better. I have approached that. I've approached every day thinking, you know, however good today is, guess what? Tomorrow's going to be better. We just simply have to figure out how I realized 
through experience that most people though, especially in my early years, they truly didn't believe that most people were quite content to settle to accept small or no improvement. I was driven. Well, I was really driven by two things. I was driven number one, to avoid regret. And I was driven to excel on the other hand, to see if my high expectations could be met. It was challenging and it was vastly more fun. You know, I used to joke around with my team and say, you know, I just, who raise your hand. If you can get really excited about a 2% increase, I just, I, I could never get my blood pressure up for a 2% increase. I, I was the guy wondering what's wrong with a 25% increase. Well, how about a 50? If we were going to increase our sales by 50%, what, what would we have to do? It speaks to a real challenge that leaders face. And that is what do you expect? And I don't mean just in sales or profits, but what do you expect in people? For most of my professional life, I have been criticized for expecting too much, too much from people, just too much. And it's not because I'm hard charging, but it's because I talk constantly about what could be. And I ask the question, why not? Why can't we do this? What would it take for us to make that happen? And over and over again, I have been told all of my life, lower your expectations. And I ask why, why, why should we lower our expectations? And nobody has ever yet given me a good reason why I should lower my expectation. I've seen many people rise to the occasion. Many have told me how it compels them to push harder, to achieve more. And there's a tremendous amount of power in having people expect things of us. You know, I'm reminded that the book vital friends by Tom Rath, it, it really stands out for me. The book begins with him interviewing a homeless man who is now living on the street, who was once employed as an engineer, if memory serves, and who had a successful career, but they worked for a tyrant and he had a favorite best friend at work and his best friend ended up leaving or getting fired. I think he was fired by the tyrant. And suddenly this man who's now on the streets, homeless, he found himself going to the bar on the way home and going to the bar more frequently on the way home. So much so that his life spun out of control. He lost his wife. He lost his kids. He lost his home. He lost his job. He had a car and he was living in his car. And eventually the car got impounded for many, many overdue parking tickets. And now he was without any place family and friends had tried to help to no avail. And here he was on the street and Tom Rath asked him the question, who expects anything of you? And it has stuck with me and it has haunted me since that book first came out. And the man's reply was, I don't guess anybody expects anything of me anymore. That is not the path to leadership. Expecting things from others, expecting things from our enterprises, expecting better, expecting better. But it starts with us expecting more of ourselves. Why should the boss expect employees to improve, perform at higher levels and grow when he doesn't do any of those things? 
Well, I can give you the answer because sometimes bosses are hypocrites. Good leaders are not hypocrites. Leadership is about influence and doing for others what they are unable to do for themselves. And so leaders first do. They show others the way by showing them what's possible. Even though, even though others may be unable to see the possibility at first. You know, it's been said that great leaders see the future first, and I believe that. And that's why all this consideration to potential and expectation is important. What do you see as potential? Are you limiting it to something safe and unchallenging? Then that will most certainly impact your leadership. What if you're not aiming high enough? What if you could be much better? What if your team or your company could be much better? Would you regret not helping yourself, your team, and your company achieve higher performance simply because you couldn't see it happen before it actually did? It's called vision. Self-limiting beliefs are not isolated to losers. We all have our share of battles to fight with beliefs that hold us back, restrict our, our growth. Cartoonist Walt Kelly, he coined the phrase in 1970, and he did it on an anti-pollution Earth Day poster. It is true of our leadership, too. It was the cartoon character Pogo. And the line that Pogo uttered is, we have met the enemy, and he is us. And here's a hard truth. Those at the top are most often the constraint. We, we are the bottleneck that too frequently prevents higher performance. And the sooner we accept that possibility, the sooner we can get busy building bigger dreams and building greater expectations and showing other people how much more we can all do to grow and get better. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. Lord willing, we will continue with session 10 tomorrow.